Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. The class is now in session for level 27. I'm Kenny and I will be your teacher for today. Before we get started, let me introduce to you who my assistants will be. First up, we have Nate the Koosh Moose. What's Hey-o. up? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Also joining us, we have Corey, Rocker Dude 5012. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. You know, I never thought about it until just this second. So I'm messing oh up the flow, but you're kind of like taking attendance, right? <laughs> I'm kind of mad I didn't think of that, but yes, yes, I am. Yeah, so present, as they say. All right, well, in that case, Big L, you here? Patriots still suck. Until <laughs> Sunday proves me otherwise, but until now, they suck. We're going to be hearing a lot about how much they suck and his hatred of Tom Brady and all that sports ball. Oh, by the way, present. There you go. All right, so first things first, let's congratulate those who made the honor roll this week. L, could you read off those who those who made it on the proclamation point? Proclamation point. Kronos has reached a new milestone of 250 completed games. Very proud of himself for that one. I'm very proud of him, too. Very, very proud. <laughs> Super duper proud. It's about time. Like, so proud. He was proud. Um, oh, my God. How proud was he? Enough about him. Big L, that's me. 325 completed games. There Thanks. you go. Wait for it. I'm waiting. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, and uh, Michelle has 350 completed games. Huh. And as it turns out, we both completed the same game. Huh. How strange. Way to go. Abzu. A little Game Pass ditty that showed up on my random to-do list. Curious. So I finished it off. <laughs> and she had it sitting unfinished for a good while since one of her UHHs. So I encouraged her to finish. And Is it turned out the, to be... Uh, the Xbox version, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, it's... Well, there's a, it's Windows, a, there's a Windows 10 stack, if you it, didn't know. It's a quaint little game where you are in the water and dive around and collect stuff and ride with the fishies and the whales and the sharks. Oh, is my. It, this is a single-player game? It is a single-player game. Hmm. I'm trying to look at timestamps here. <laughs> so do you, do you just do achievements we if your other we did account not, is logged in? Or? We, we did not play it together. Oh. I told you what happened. I finished it, and then she saw that, and then she decided to finish it herself. Same what day, a copycat. Huh? Pay attention. Same day, huh? Yeah. So she was day. cheating off of your paper this time. Cracking, cracking. Maybe. <laughs> okay, that kind of lines up. She had more and... achievements done <laughs> before yesterday when than did... you. And she used the text walkthrough, and I used the video walkthrough, and... When I finished the game, I was missing one collectible. So I luckily discovered that there is a chapter select. So anybody who plays that game will be happy to know there is a chapter select if you do miss something. It's like a one to two hour game. Uh, Maybe two to four. Yeah, that. 
The video itself is a, if you miss something. The video itself is about an hour and a half, so double that. You can play along with some of it, but if you're pausing and watching, it's a little longer. That's why I prefer text guides. Carpe Adam seventy nine. <laughs> Has reached a milestone of 75,000 gamer score. Yay. Good job. And he's nipping at the heels of Chin Doctor, <laughs> who has reached a milestone of 650,000 gamer score. Way to go, Chin. Hey, Chin. Did you ever fix uh, that Metro- Metroidvania title? Get it yeah. the proper genre? He fixed he, all that he's stuff. He's not on this podcast, if you didn't know that. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. It's a reminder. And yes, I think he did. Good job. Mr. Adam of Carp also got a hundred thousand TA score, or as his daughter calls him, Crap Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that during the Hawken Boost. More on that later. <laughs> Kronos Foreshadowing. <laughs> Kronos with his 250 completed games, also got 450,000 TA score. Not to be outdone, Spanky and Sprunkle got 550,000 TA score. Way to go. Lots of TA. And I suppose if you add 450,000 and 552,000, you come to Wakapel, who has 1 million true achievement score. Well done. Way to go. Good job, Waka. You should really be on a podcast, too. For real. Someone pick him up. Get him on a segment. Unbelievable. Even if it's a quickie segment. Black Buff apparently set a goal <laughs> to be 2,999 on the site by December 31st. I guess this was a joke, but here we are reading it. So uh, <laughs> here we go. Good job. Good job, Black Buff. Now times that by 12 and make it a real goal. Now, if you wanted to know what I called Black Buff during the Hawkins session, you would have had to be there. Elroy, <laughs> OMJ. Love that guy. Is currently on an 8,000 achievement win streak and has 800,000 TA points. Now it's time for Metroidvania goals and milestones. I... Have decided to focus on Xbox 360 Metroidvanias for the time being. So I threw that <laughs> and it showed up on the milestones. I'm in the top 5,000 of the completed games. That's not very good. We'll have to get that higher. You the, real champion, that higher. the real champions are Kushmus and Rucker Dude. Kush, you want to tell us about your Metroid stones? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, so just today I moved from uh, top 50 to top 46 of the Game Score leaderboard for Metroidvania, uh, thanks to a little game I like to call Guacamelee 2. I just uh, popped like four in a row uh, going through the hard mode, so that was really fun. Uh, and also just hit the top 100 of the True Achievement leaderboard uh, for TA. Uh, for Metroidvania. Nice. So, good times. There you go. GG. So, Soon yeah. to be decayed. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're on the Guac 2 train at the same time as everybody else. I don't think it'll be too, too bad. Not like me, but um, yeah, good job on Top 100. That's uh, Top 100 for Gamer Score is, you know, my goal for the year. So, 
you are doing fine. Um, I did have a, a milestone, um, whether it's outdated or not now, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to read it. Uh, I am now in the top 10 for Tennessee gamer score for Metroidvania. At least I was at the time of this, uh, when we made this sheet, uh, what happened? Uh, I, I'm going to skip a couple points, and I'll steal a little bit of Els Thunder for the last one here. But uh, Mr. OMJ, uh, he's been playing a little game called Omega Strike, which is a Metroidvania, and it's a relatively quick one in, in, in the world of Metroidvanias. And, well, that pushed him over on the Castle Royds leaderboard for Tennessee, and your boy Rocker is now number 11 currently. Only to be behind number ten, Elroy. So, well, friendly, friendly could, competition going on. There. You can you can still be number ten in Metroidvanias, and he could be number one in Castle Royds. Yeah, but I kind of want I want to do a genre name change uh, submission okay. for Castle Royds because I kind of like that better. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking TA, I've, I've got the the leg up on him, but uh, gamer score just. <laughs> just above me so it's funny because i immediately thought of hemorrhoids but if you <laughs> but when it's elroy who's likes the gym a lot you think of a different type of roids just hashtag gains he's been yeah, having some good hashtag gains lately. <laughs> he's definitely on natural yep he and lou Ferrig now anyway you can google that that's Corey the whole kind of oh, that's nice. the whole. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. Yeah. And a happy birthday to British streaming superstar True Marvelous. Happy birthday. Eat, sleep, achieve, repeat. As his stream title is every day. Um, what's that last point, L? I think you glossed over it. Well, I don't know if we want to talk about the random to-do list, but I just, right before recording got my 25th out of 25 achievements getting the alive and plantic achievement that we discussed last week in plants versus zombies the 40 waves 25 out of 25 that that's a that's a full combo there it is nice you You need to edit that out and put in something better like (laughs) something else So I really team. wish, job. I'm hoping to get more people into the random to-do list. It definitely drives what I play every month, and I'm definitely completing games on it so they don't show up again, so that's what I've been doing lately. Homer got the full combo last month, and I did it this month. We need to bring it back to prominence. Yeah, And that has been the thing. proclamation points. It is a thing that exists. Anything to drive our love of Imaginary internet points. And that has been the proclamation point. So that is uh, certainly one quote-unquote competition contest um, that I wish we talked about a little bit more. But we do have another one, right? We have the foof. Or the frack. The foos. Well, it depends on who you ask and what exactly this stands for. But it's foo-foo cuddly poos ridiculous achievement challenge. And we have an update on it for, at least for us, on how we've been doing so far this this year. 
Corey, you want to go ahead and read them off one? Yeah, I How can. We, uh, we uh, we've Michelle's is doing the the entire tracking, but uh, we kind of we helped her a little bit with some calculations and getting it started, and hopefully uh, a little bit more automated in the future. So we have all your scores, and I believe she'll be PMing everyone in the leaderboard uh, this spreadsheet, so uh, everybody can see. But uh, just a little do a little bit of bragging and stat checking for the month of january l has done 250 plus achievements uh and that's uh 9600 gamer score so he is go, over the average that you need every month which is like 8333.33 repeating of course uh gamer score in order to achieve a foof in a year I have 250 achievements as of right now, and that's 11,700 11, achieve a gamer score. So I'm good. Now the last three are a little lacking on their foof, and that would be Koosh, Foof, and Michelle at 204 achievements, 58 achievements, and 107 achievements. A little over 7,200 gamer score, 1,900 and 6,400. The lowest being Mr. Foof. You're not doing I, so great on the foof there, foof. No. Yeah, you playing games is hard. Is it? Heroes it is. Trials, Jack and Jill, Shadow of Loot Box. There's 3,000 gamer score in about 45 minutes. What kind of developer for you? <laughs> I should clarify. Getting to play games is difficult. <laughs> Yeah, because nobody else on this panel. Anybody good at time management? <laughs> I could use a hand. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, get get to Stepman Foof. Eighty three, thirty three is your monthly goal. That it is. I'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Let's go ahead and transition into our next topic for today. This previous Saturday was our community boost. I unfortunately was not able to make it as I was out of town all weekend, but I heard it was great. Uh, Rocker, you want to go ahead and give us a rundown how it went? Uh, sure. So we've we've been talking about it for a few weeks now. Uh, Discord has been popping about this game and this boost. So we finally did it. We made that TA session, and it happened, as you said, this past Saturday, and it went very well. Um extremely well actually uh as who all joined so as predicted um so based off the ta session i it was you know fairly unlimited whoever wanted to join uh could join obviously precedence to the discord members but we really didn't have to take uh, you know leave anybody out except for a couple randoms that came in last minute on ta but there were myself michelle l chronos as bodies uh yeah, yeah, I think that's the only people that were completely 100% done with the game beforehand. And then there was uh, Chip, Isric, Kingsman, Spanking, Spronkle, What the Fug, Homer, Carpe Adam, Skeptical Mario, Chin, P-Tart, Mr. P-Tart, Black Buff, Philip Wendell, and Spazpole. They all joined and got a ton of gamer score. Uh, out of all of them, if that's 14 completions. That's that awesome. Is thirteen thousand gamer score and thirty-seven. Oh, 14, gamer score. Oh, 
typo. I, I kind of knew Should that. update that, though. Should have updated that. I was, that, <laughs> yeah. I was so 14 completions, 14,000 gamer score, um, which has 37,000 plus TA. And we did wow. it all in the less than four hours, exactly what we thought. We actually finished right on time. And uh, uh, somebody came in like right at the last minute, and we, uh, uh, we're gonna, we'll, t- you know, we'll take care of them at, at another time, hopefully. Uh, but it, yeah, it, it worked really well. We did split into two groups. One was led by uh, Michelle and L. L's raving his hand. It was him. I Good guess. job, L. And I uh, did. It was all me. You did start the, the other party. Let <laughs> uh, <laughs> me tell you what happened. So, yeah, yeah. If you can go into detail, sure. Well, there were people asking what the party limit is, and apparently it's sixteen. Sixteen on so Xbox yeah. One. We had hmm. 16 people. I thought it was 12. And Kronos was trying to join the party, and he couldn't. And Carpe Adam was trying to join. So we, we did wind up splitting into two groups. Well, there, there was another issue, too, because the game itself is like 10-person lobbies. So I was just um, kind of sitting there. We had 12 people in Team Deathmatch, I believe. Okay, maybe it's game-dependent. I was you still can, sitting there. You can kick people out of the game, which is just great fun. If any randoms come in. That would make Titanfall a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, it really would. But I do have to give props to Chin Doctor for heading up the second group. And Chin helped P-Tart, Mr. P-Tart, Black Buff, Philip Wendell, and Mr. Pole of Spaz. Spaz Pole, uh, funny story there. Um, he was not meant to be in the session, but I accidentally <laughs> invited him to the party because his name was right next to Spanky. Not meant for any other any other reason he just has um, never spoken up about it he <laughs> but to his credit he said i'm gonna download the game and and get some achievements and so he did and we were more than happy to help him out well welcome aboard and spaz was of course a regular on the z to z podcast so we had many podcasts represented in this boost and uh a bunch of new community members that i've never partied with um yeah, so it was good to hear new voices and uh, you know just hang out. It was it was a great boost. One of the I was gonna make better ones. Yeah, I've ever you been promised with. stories, though. Oh, I did. Any Junebug talk? Anecdotes? There's no Junebug talk. Um, uh, crappy Chip, Adam. Chip stayed on like we, the whole time, just about. Chip. Well, we were split into parties. Uh huh. And the things that Chip and Isra talked about cannot be repeated. No. But ooh. ooh. Kingsman now would occasionally chime in with a, a little song and a little ditty. It was uh, Adam's, <laughs> it was Adam's first boost. Uh, oh yes, Carpe Adam. Yeah, one of one of the you know the organized boost or whatever, and uh, uh, he did re- he did well listening uh, where to go and who to kill, and who else. Um, was he better or worse than Elroy? Oh, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, it's you're standing in one spot. You can't you can't get any worse. You can't get any better. So, how about that? Yeah. So what happened was uh, a couple of people got on early, and so they they started the, the the group a little early, and so when we once we got in and everybody started flowing in, that's when we had to split in two groups. But our group did finish first, and so El, Michelle, and myself did go and help Chin and Co. finish up their stuff. Yes, it was nice. Getting to hear from the expectant couple, P-Tart and Mr. P-Tart. We may or may not have made fun of them repeatedly about their Achievement Fest exploits. 
All in good spirits, though. They took it like champs. Uh, I, I will probably add to uh, to one reason. We, I mean, we did have a couple more bodies to, to why we may have finished first, but everybody in our group did already have the credits, and so they, they did a little bit of homework beforehand. So uh, it pays to uh, to do your credits, and you can get done early, just so you know. But yes, if you definitely don't need to spend any real money in, in Hawking. Unless you want to support the developer. Please don't support the developer. <laughs> free to play means free to play. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we can. Uh, if there's much more to mention about Hawking, so it was fun. Uh, hopefully, plan to do other organized boosts similar, and um, yeah, we'll take it from there. Uh, in the Discord, you'll if you if you're there, if you want to join, it kind of has spun up to uh, doing a Uno boost next, which uh, that's for Xbox One. If you're interested, uh, come and put your name in the hat. I think uh, Corona's put in a session. Actually, that session, I think, is for this Saturday. So it's very quick. Uh, so if you hear this, you know, right out the gate, then, and you want to get in, just kind of look for that session on TA. But uh, hopefully this kind of steamrolls into uh, continued sessions like that. So good yeah, stuff. In a Discord, there's also been some Rainbow Six Vegas talk. If you're interested in that, I think, what was it? Was it viral achievements or something like that that you guys need? Um, Homer had mentioned during the session that one of his random to-do list achievements was the one for hosting the 16-player game, so I tried to help him out. It didn't, ah, that's right. it didn't really garner as much traction as I would have thought, but if I threw up a TA session, I bet people would come. So that's a possibility. Who knows a possibility? You were also trying uh, to get that one in before January is over, right? So it's kind of yeah, yeah. It could still get done. Uh, Spanky and Spronkle came up with an idea of possibly taking a games with gold title that many people have access to and making that a community boost. Um, that's something that we could talk about. But if you guys have ideas for boosts, let us know or come to the Discord. Someone there will be able to help you. You have a ton of members. Someone will be able to help you out. Actually, as you say that, just before someone came into the room asking for uh, help, Dinoble asked for help with small arms, and M- Michelle opened up her, I guess, small arms, and <laughs> <laughs> helped him out immediately. We'll yeah, see if we he ever... actually he questioned, you know, if if he could ask for help for just you know one person, one game, real quick, and and that that's absolutely what the Discord is is best at. We have uh, you have access to a lot of like minded gamers, achievement hunters, and to be honest, a lot of them are really helpful. So uh, throw out anything you ever have, uh, you know, you want help with, and you're likely to find somebody who uh, will help you. No questions asked. So. We're all in the same boat trying to help each other. Lots of friendly people. Unless you're foof and you're out of town. I was going to say, we'll see if we ever hear from Dino Bull again. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully he sticks with us. Anybody anybody who needs anything, let us know. The Hawking Boost was awesome. Uh, Thanks once again to Chin. Put aside his shiny Kingdom Hearts to help us out for the better part of four hours. And he didn't even get the achievement until last. He he was the last one to get it. So nice guy, Chin that, Doctor. That was very selfless. And everybody 
thanked us and seemed grateful for the boost, which is also very nice. All right, so... Enough boost talk. Yes, enough talk. Let's go on to the sales. Time to open up the wallets. Well, maybe for you guys. What you going to buy this week? Anyone interested in anything? L, you got anything you want to buy? Absolutely not. Saving the lunch money for a sandwich. I would really, really like a sandwich right now. (laughs) An egg salad sandwich with some lettuce and extra mayo. Mmm. Mayo. It looks like there's a ton of Assassin's Creed content on sale, but... Why would anybody ever buy an Assassin's Uh, Creed? (laughs) Well, I was going to say another uh, more on that later. Yes, uh, more on that later. (laughs) you say more on... Yes, I would. I I mean... Well, in that case... Yes. Speaking of moron. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> what moron. games would you like to add to the backlog? I'd like to add all oh, no, no. of the Assassin's Creed's that are on sale. No. <laughs> you don't have them already? You can get the Assassin's uh, Creed 3 season pass for the first time ever all on sale. Uh, yeah, that is true. Uh, the Assassin's yeah, Creed right, uh, DLC <laughs> for the Assassin's Creed 3 is on sale. Yeah. Uh, multiple pieces of it, right? There's like three. Probably. There's like two or three, I think, that have achievements. Um, so I'm interested in I Am the Hero. Which is um, kind of a brawler, but it's a unique perspective. I, I wouldn't call it a, uh, a two thirds, but uh, just go watch the videos. Look at some screenshots. It looks kind of looks kind of interesting. Uh, then there's Fumiko, uh, which appears a lot like um, a Metrico Plus. Uh, I checked the developer and publisher are different, but it's if you're familiar with that game, it's got that kind of a style to it. I'm, I'm thinking about that. Um, maybe Colot uh, is a kind of a stroll player or a stroll playing game that maybe i don't know uh, none of these are um purchase for sure besides maybe i am the hero uh then there's uh, going back to the classics there's jet set radio for about five dollars um the X- is that version, on the og the i thought it was the 360 version jet set radio, jet set radio. wait a minute hold on i gotta look that up there's a jet set radio on the 360 uh, it was the Dreamcast port. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not Jet Set Radio Future, if that's what you're thinking of. That was the uh, OG Xbox game. Okay, is really that good. is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's an arcade game. Um, so Dang. I just got really excited right there. Oh my, I can see. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Dang. it's about 200 gamer score, I believe. Uh, you'd have to check that out on TA. Um, as for the Assassin's Creed stuff, I am kind of interested. Um, you know, the Odyssey, I, I kind of want Odyssey to drop a little bit lower in price to the point where it's like $30 for the gold. It, it's still too pricey at this point. Um, L.A. Noir, I'm waiting for it to go under 20 It's currently 20 so didn't quite make it. Uh, so not a whole lot go that ahead. I'm going to buy, but a lot of things I'm going to be looking at. What was that, L? I was waiting for Corey to say doubt, but I'll say <laughs> it for him. Sorry. <laughs> uh, doubt. I, there it is. <laughs> there we go. As far as games that I've already purchased, I would recommend, uh, if you're looking, uh, Aratana and the Harpy's Feather for $3 is a fun platformer. It's it's kind of different from any other platformer you've played. And like I said, it's only $3. Um, as far as uh, the AC stuff, if, if you don't own it, uh, why not? It's a good price. Uh, AC is a fun game. Um, not short, but fun. Um, it is fun. Wow, this is going a long time. I'm sorry. Uh, the Fall Bundle. Uh, it's a two-game bundle. I liked the first game a lot. Haven't played the second game. 
if you haven't played either, uh, the bundle price is $23. That's not bad for two games. But if you already own one of them, eh, I, Isn't I kind of Isn't the wait. first one like always like a few dollars, though? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm well, pretty sure I got it for like two. Yeah, it went really cheap. I guess they were looking for funding to make the second episode. It is supposed to be a trilogy. Uh, I enjoyed the first game. Um, I'm waiting for that second game to drop uh, to an acceptable price. Uh, so the bundle's not for me uh, until that second game goes by itself. Or they do a bundle with the second and the third. Um, but yeah, so lots of stuff to look at. Um, just a few things to buy. And maybe if you haven't picked things up in previous sales, maybe there's something for you. And I actually looked it up. Jet Set Radio has 400 gamer score, not 200. <laughs> yeah, that is a hard completion. I would not know. Like we said before, I thought it was Jet Set Radio That's Future. Like there for ex- it tells you if it's hard. There's, uh, I don't remember which one. There's actually Thanks, an ach- Corey. There's actually an achievement in Jet Set Radio that you have to get on your first try. Gross. Ugh. Otherwise, I think you have to start a new save. Remember how far into the game that is? Oh, that sounds like I will look into it while your you toy, going. but not quite as bad. All right. There's some crazy one. As for me, for the sales, I'm going to be a CAG gamer this week, and I don't mean CAG as in the Cross Atlantic Gaming Podcast. I mean as a cheap-ass gamer. There ain't nothing for me this week. I'm saving my lunch money for a sandwich. Not even Jet Set Radio? Sandwich. Nah, I think I'm good this week. It's backwards compatible. Ooh. (laughs) Changes everything. It does. If I don't have to turn my 360 on, it makes it that much better. How about you, Rock? Are you getting anything? Um, probably not. Uh, I'm really in the L.A. Noir camp. I really want it, but I really it. think it will go cheaper than 20. So it's been 20 a few times the past six months, and I've held off each time. Probably can hold off again because it is like a 40-hour game. So. I don't I don't need a long game in my life right now anyways. Hopefully Crackdown will fill that void Ooh. very soon. Wait for the summer sale. That's Steam. Uh, going back quick, I think the achievement is called Detached. Finish the game without anyone latching onto you with your first attempt. And Sounds hard. On my friends list, only Awoo has gotten that one because he's a gamer god. A fun game, but not the easiest. What does that even mean? Fun game, but not the easiest. No, I mean, what does you that mean? Someone attached on you. Um, but you're, you're rollerblading, I assume, and still in without this game, anyone. Right? Yeah, without anyone latching onto you, I guess. So no conga lines. <laughs> yes. Imagine your daughter, and she latches on you. <laughs> Can't have uh, that. Hut, 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 hut. All right, since three of us are going to be cheap this week and not buy anything, good news. There are going to be some free games coming to us next yes. month. Koosh, why don't you give us a rundown on what we're getting? Sure. So we're getting Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, uh, which is, I believe, the free game that came with the kickstarted uh, Ritual of the Night from, um, I'm going to murder his name, so no, I'm not even going to do it. Um, it's <laughs> <Aww. a> thousand- <laughs> I, I just, I, It would be racist if I tried to guess. So um, 1,000 gamer score. Uh, 1,962 TA, uh, 283 completions out of 2,252. It's an expected 8 to 10 hour completion. 
Um, it looks like shorter an game, old, not bad. Yeah, it looks like an old school uh, Castlevania game or Castleroid, if you will. Um, there's an, there are achievements for beating each <laughs> level, uh, boss rush mode, nightmare mode, um, beating alone or with your allies. Wow, that could have been phrased differently. So, um, so you say <laughs> this is not a Metroidvania, right? No, well, this, is, this is a Castlevania game, so okay. it's kind of true to the the original, you know, the Castlevania half. The first right. three, well, the first one and third one. And no, no roids. Got no it. roids. No, there's no roids. So, so are you? Uh-huh. By the way, Koji Igarashi. I made him Spanish. I rolled the R. <laughs> you, you've played this, right, Al? Sadly, I've only played the first three levels, but I have played it, and it's pretty good. Because um, I imagine you put this last point here, beat alone or with your allies. Oh, no, I was just putting that. Uh-huh. No, I was, um, I was Cliff's notes in the types of achievements in the game. There's... One achievement for beating it alone, and then there's another achievement for beating it with your allies. So there's multiple ways to beat the game. That's uh, what I was trying to put there. Okay. Well, you're definitely going to beat it with an ally, right? <laughs> it's not co-op. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh that's so fun. There's allies that you pick up in the game. Oh, uh, there's, there's some good quality of life enhancements in this game. If you remember Kush, because the other two won't remember. If uh, One of the problems with Castlevania is if you get hit by a bird... Oh, yeah. You go you go flying into the water, so it's not the bird that kills you; it's, it's getting thrown in the water. So if you get hit, you you stay in the same spot in this game. Nice. Castlevania, of... is that like a game oh, God. that's been ripped off from the <laughs> Netflix show? <laughs> yes, it's, it was. Yes, that's exactly right. Thought so. So young. So, and, so young. And, and the Resident Evil Netflix show is also where all these games <laughs> came from too. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> Super Bomberman <laughs> R. Uh, 1,000 gamer score, 11,260 TA. That is going to shoot up because this Holy game is. Cow. Yeah, this game is not short. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit challenging. So that TA, it, it's going to be quite the honeypot. Um, there are two completions out of 6,453. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, and those time, those completion times were 245 hours. And 1,045 hours. And the 245-hour guy, he's not talking. I asked him. (laughs) (laughs) I reached out and I asked him um, a couple months back when this game went uh, on a free play weekend. Because I was looking at the the really grindy stuff, which I'll get to. And I was chronosing it. And I was just, you know, extrapolating out how long it would take. And it was going to take me at least 1,000 hours, uh, I thought. Good gravy. uh, If memory serves. Uh, I could be wrong. Um, but so I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I'm looking at this. It's looking like it's going to take me five times as long as you. Do you have any tips? And radio silence. Eh, that's okay. Uh, the what achievements. Jerk. Yeah, the achievements we're looking at, um, there's story progression, there's multiplayer, but it is, it is doable with just two controllers locally. Uh, I'm not sure if it, um, I, I feel like it does stuff over the network or, you know, online. So online multiplayer, but um, you can do everything with just two controllers. Uh, if you have four, it's even easier. There are three non-stacking difficulty playthroughs that have to be done. Um, and there are three extremely grindy achievements. Uh, one million bombs, one million blocks, and 100 matches started and played. You can't just start a match and then uh, do a rematch 100 times. You have to start a match, play the match, leave the match, start the match, play the match, leave the match. And so it's very annoying. Um, Jeez. Yeah, I've done 10 of those. My plan was 
when I eventually get this game, I'll just do 10 a day uh, for 10 days and you know, kind of spread the pain out. Um, so yeah, so that looks like it could be a great source of TA, um, especially if you go for the really grindy stuff later on. I um, just looked that up. That explains the crappy list. It's made by Konami. <laughs> um, I, I shared my Cronus script, or my Cronus recording uh, for a particular map uh, in the Discord. Um, I forget who asked for it. I think it might have been Isrit. Uh, Kingsman. I'm not sure. Somebody like that. Um, in either case, if you go and you look uh, at the Discord and you search for uh, Super Bomberman, maybe you can find that script. I'm uh, going to pin you... it, actually. Oh, fantastic. It'd be pinned. Even better. There you go. So um, if you... Good guy, rocker dude. If you find a good level or a script that works better, if you're a Cronus user and, and you find a way to optimize that, please share that. Uh, and uh, so we're not all just burning uh, power cycles uh, and, and darkening the planet. Um, I'm going to move uh, it from contest to just the general boosting channel, just so everybody knows. Makes but, sense. Um, one million bombs, that is ridiculous. <laughs> One million bricks. That, that, well. That's hitting oh, um, one button on your controller one million did times. You, yeah. Did I'd, you mention if it tracks? It does track. I'm at uh, 3% for the one million bombs and the one million blocks, and I'm at 10% for the 100 matches. So it at least has that going for it. Uh, you're not you're not in the dark the entire time. That's good. Man. Yeah, so that'll I'm be fun. Looking forward to this game because I really like Bomber, man. But I would like for everyone to at least not start that the game. Completion. I think Jeez, there's a co-op campaign i think there Maybe. might be a co-op campaign that doesn't help uh lonely people like me out um we also have assassin's creed rogue for the 360 <laughs> are you gonna buy that one uh <laughs> already bought it of course <laughs> naturally yeah. pretty good chance i've already bought it and yes i have a uh, thousand gamer score 1597 ta uh, 5999 completions out of 32,709. it's about a 30 to 35 hour estimate uh, and yeah, it's your typical AC list and, uh, you know, people who have done it before, there's no surprises here. Um, it was released, I think at the same time as unity. Uh, and this was more of the classic AC experience versus that, uh, that unity kind of multiplayer you know, four person, uh, assassin squad going around. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's the old school AC and if that's your thing, that's your thing. Uh, then there's also an OG Xbox game, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi, Jedi Academy. I never played this. Uh, and if you're like me, you just grab it, get it on your tag, and uh, not play it. Yep. So, so enjoy. I hear that was really good, but... I don't it, think it has aged well. I watched a short video and... Would not surprise me. Yeah, it did not so age So will it go on your tag if there's no Chivos? Sure. No. I mean, oh, well, well, not going to tag. Right. Not your TA tag. Sorry, I meant oh, I, to go yes. on your tab. Yeah, if you search through the Xbox. Oh, yes. Okay, got it. And that's the sales. Uh, not sales. <laughs> Scratch that. Those are the games with gold for February. Yay, right. free stuff. Hey, guys, I have a trivia question for you. C. Ooh, what'd you get? Oh, I don't know if I was going to make a multiple choice or not. Ooh. Uh, I, I don't no think I'm going to. Because I can't remember the choices anyways. okay how many assassin's creed games have been games with gold oh oh my i know Um, kenny everyone guessing then i will tell you the answer 
what you think about it. Are we including Rogue? Sure. It, it, yes. We are. We are going to include Rogue. I'm going to go with 10 Assassin's Creed games. Okay. Kenny says 10. Whoa. Corey? And I think I'm too low. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, I think that the stigma that Assassin's Creed is always going to be free, whatever, is probably a little too much. So I'm going to go low and say seven. Corey says seven. Nate. That's what I said. Yeah, seven was what I was counting in my head. Uh, so since that number's taken, I'm going to go up to eight. <laughs> All right. The closest person was Kenny. Wow. Woo-hoo. Without going over? Rogue will be number 11. Wow. Ah, I thought it was 11. I know I should have said it. We've had one, two, three, four on both consoles. Revelations, Syndicate, and three Chronicles games. China, India, and Russia. Mm. So I that Russia. makes... <laughs> I was thinking there was another Chronicles, but. <laughs> so the answer is, yeah, so. No, they don't all It's don't amazing go free. That, that they have so many games. I've only played the first one. That's it. Wow. That's now, Odyssey and arguably Origin the worst. Sounds, I know, but I got to go in order. That's how I roll. And two is up oh. there for the best. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. But the the last two, which ones, Origins and Odyssey, have have uh, pretty good reviews and talk behind it. Have yeah, them both played can't one. Can't wait till they're free. Zero. Oh, All right. Assassin's Creed games are great. So much fun. Yeah, and I think Odyssey and uh, Origins. Um, Origins? That doesn't sound right. Yeah, that's that true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, those two have kind of made their own path with the AC, right? It's more RPG. Yes. Uh, than, than original AC formula. Yes, they have completely ditched the stealth. It's more of just, let's just go kill everything. And in the ways of Odyssey, just Spartan kick everyone off a cliff. It reminds me of um, a Far Cry a little bit. The open Is that- worldness. Has that previously been a, an Assassin's Creed thing? Well, they've all been open world ish. I mean, like, there's been different areas that you have to travel to, but they're all pretty much open world. I mean, like, Origins has a huge map. I have not played Origins. Yeah, I don't think they have a, a map the same size as, as those games. Now, I haven't fired those up, mostly because I'm worried about the time commitment right. uh, for those games. And I, I yeah, you know, I'm yeah, this guy plays Super Bomber and R. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I Bonus. playing it or am I not playing it? <laughs> fair point, fair point. Yes. Even uh, Elroy plays Assassin's Creed games, and he never plays any AAA titles. So, well, he yeah. said he was doing that for fun too. So, whoa, it's a fun game. Well, wow. yeah, that's the one he crosses the train tracks for every Black Friday to the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out alive, or does he trample people, just like Prue did two years and four months ago on the ZZ <laughs> podcast? I could see him there trampling people on Black there Friday. Definitely. I got to get me an Assassin's Creed, y'all. June bug. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. Come on. Uh, November bug. Closer. Anyways. <laughs> where are we at? <laughs> okay, yes. We're at the point in the podcast where you edit all this out. <laughs> no. 
You know where we're at, right? I'm glad you asked. And with that, we have a question from Chippapapa. He asks, what is the game you enjoy the most that you have completed? What game have you enjoyed the most, Rocker? So I was perusing my list, and I have a toss-up. So I've played and I enjoyed the crap out of Octodad, Dadliest Catch. If you haven't played that, I highly recommend it. Just for the laws, if, if if anything. I also have one of my latest completions, Sunset Overdrive. Ugh, that game is so good. It I bought this, uh I pre ordered it, you know, got it day one, paid full price for it, like a sucker. And then uh <laughs> I actually played it though, so it's not a total loss. And then uh just last week I spontaneously looked up TA sessions for it. I've only done like two TA sessions before in my life, and they were getting three multiplayer achievements out of four that I needed. I said, "Sure, why not?" Did it. It was it was super late for me, but we got them all, and most people still needed the fourth one that I needed. So we stayed on and we powered through it, and that left me with three achievements left in the game. So I actually completed Sunset Overdrive last week, and. It was a very fulfilling completion because it's mostly single player and it's my kind of game, breaking the fourth wall and just the crazy over-the-top stuff they do. So I probably will go with Sunset Overdrive because I also really want a sequel to that game. That game really needs a sequel. Left 4 Dead meets Jet Set Radio Future. You, wait, you said Left 4 Dead meets Jet Set? I wouldn't... Eh, maybe well, be, I could, on yeah. the on the rails because of the movement yeah yeah, kind yeah of, it's the kind movement of. and then with all the zombies or yeah. I really think that Sunset Overdrive was like their beta for Spider Man. Well, they also carried over the crazy weapons from um, Ratchet and Clank, so I mean, yes. that's kind of where they got that from. Uh, so mm-hmm. I would love to see them, uh, you know, bring some something more of a Ratchet and Clank and, and not so much of this uh, this line skating mechanic. Uh, that was the only thing I, I really didn't like about Sunset was the just the movement. Well, that's really? one of the best parts. Yeah. <laughs> I had so much fun on that. Yeah. Maybe I need to go back and try it again. It just wasn't clicking. No, I've, I've heard people say game. that, yeah. What about you, El? Well, it was impossible for me to pick just one. So I, of course, went with my massive gut and said, anything co-op. That does not count. Oh. But I enjoy those games. Which one did you enjoy the most? Definitely cannot answer that. So, first thing that uh, immediately comes to mind is Gears of War. Um, believe it or not, I did co-op in Gears of War 1 with someone who's not Michelle. It was back in 2010 before I met her. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a guy in Brazil who barely spoke English but we managed to do it, so it's a, it's still a fond memory. His name is G7 Bond. No idea if he still plays anything. Um, as far as co-op games with Michelle, the Army of Two series, Crackdown and Guacamole are a few. Uh, <laughs> what I write? Army of Jew. Oh my God! <laughs> Can't say that Two on the weeks podcast. In a row? Can't mention that again. Can't say Army of Jew. I'm sorry. It's very Jewish of you. I'm just reading the script. Sorry to interrupt. Unbelievable. Well, He trampled all over you. Did the Army of Jew trilogy crack down? Third part of the trilogy comes out in a couple weeks. Can't wait. 
hopefully that'll be next on the list. All right. What do you got, Kush? Ooh. Are you muted, Kush? No, not at all. There he is. I was very busy. Lost you. I was very busy trying to uh, to set up the reunion between G Seven Bond and L. Uh, <laughs> it's been a very touching reunion. I miss G Seven Bond. Uh, I would like to see it happen. Bring him to Discord. Playing, he's playing Red Dead too. Oh, you! Wow, look at that. He's still. Look at that. He's still. He's still around. He's still alive. He's still friends Creeper. with both you and him. 77,000 gamer score. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very <Okay>. good, dude. <laughs> and see. <laughs> so, yeah. So, for me, um, people are probably sick of hearing me talk about it. Uh, but Guacamelee. Uh, that is got to be one of my favorite games of all time. I would say it's maybe a perfect Metroidvania. Um, as well as just a kind of a perfect game. Um, there's discovery, there's, you know, awesome challenge to it. Uh, and the soundtrack's great. Um, so it's really got a lot going for it. I, th- I feel, uh, I also really enjoyed Darksiders, uh, the original Darksiders. I know people aren't happy with that series with the uh, Darksiders two, but I'm not talking about Darksiders two. I'm talking about Darksiders one, <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed two, um, that was kind of my introduction to Assassin's Creed. I had skipped it when it came out on PlayStation, and then I, I believe AC2 went uh, Games with Gold, and I, I tried it, and I really enjoyed it. So I beat that game, and uh, just the story, then went back and was like, you know, kind of like L, like I, I want to play them in sequence. So I went back, and I, I completed AC1, or I guess I started and completed AC1, and then finished AC2, and then somewhere along the way, um, you know, the achievement hunting bug hit me. And I actually started going for the full completions on both of those games. Flag hunting. Yeah. And then, Yay. and then uh, in a completely different uh, genre, Sky Force Anniversary. Um, you know, I've talked about it before, I believe. But this, for me, is just a really fun, I've got five, I've got ten minutes I can play uh, before I have to go do something else. I'm going to fire this game up. I'm going to play a level, you know, once or twice, uh, and then just kind of go about or whatever, or, or this is a palate cleansing game as well. If you don't know what to do between two games, you don't have a whole lot of time before that next thing starts. This is a great game to just go bust out a couple levels, bust out a couple uh, you know things you're trying to work on progress wise. It's just a it's just a great uh, game to have to kind of kind of fill the gaps. Are the other Skyforce games just as good? Um, right now, there's only just two. About to ask that. Yeah, there's two on the Xbox. There's Skyforce Anniversary, which is the first, and there's Skyforce um, Reloaded, I think. Reloaded, yeah. and it's like games yes. Game Pass. Yeah, Reloaded's Game Pass. Yeah, I, I might be getting them switched in terms of which one's first, which one's second. But there's only two, and they're both they're both really good. Um, the, the most recent one, I, I think, is Reloaded. Um, it it definitely changes things about the series. It adds some things, it adds more ships, um, and it adds uh, a different kind of challenge, different collectibles. Um, it, it is also a, a great kind of a space or gap filling game. I just nice. started reloaded the yeah. other day. And I haven't completed it yet. That's why it's not on this list. But All right. Well, as for me, it should be no surprise. But one of the two games I could not decide which one I enjoyed the most is either Skyrim or the 2018 game of the year or I'm sorry, it's either Skyrim or the 2018 game of the year, Spyro the Dragon, the Reignited Trilogy. 
Love Skyrim so much that I actually completed it twice, both on the 360 and the one version. And then Spyro is just fantastic. Great game. If you enjoy the original trilogy, it's amazing. And even if you never played it, it's a great game to jump into. Really uh, good platformer. On Spyro. And I would even uh, partner it with Kush's comment about Skyforce. Uh, Spyro is one that you could just pop in and pop out, do a do a level here, do a level there, and and be on your way. Get an, and probably get an achievement actually yep. with every level. So that perfect then, uh, you know drip feeding game for achievements. That's the other nice part about Spyro, is that every single level has a unique achievement to it. So you're always doing something different. So it's just a very, very good list where it could have been very bad and just essentially getting 100% everything, which would have been no fun. Being 3,000 gamer score helps too. That too. Spyro sucks. You suck. <laughs> My goodness. All right, so. <laughs> Love you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> If you couldn't tell, he does love you. I do. Lovable little. If he wasn't a pain in my ass, white then person. I was like, no, he didn't love me. I do. Dropping a deuce. And with that, that you just heard Chivo Bot, that brings us to our final topic for today's lesson plan is the BCM or Frame Holes Completion Challenge. It's, this week, we'll be talking about dropping a deuce. And this challenge is to complete a sequel that contains the number two in the title. Number, not the word, much like some people's <laughs> Twitter tags. And mm. this can be a sequel with a year such as NBA 2K. That could literally be anyone. Now, it's very important to know that it's a sequel that contains a two, so don't do something stupid like try to, you know, complete Halo oh. 4. I don't know who would do that. Get into Army of Jew, then? Army of Tutu? Where you fight people in ballet outfits? Okay, so <laughs> the game I'm going to try to completing is Defense Grid 2. This game has uh, 65 achievements worth 1,000 game score and 2,100 TA. I'm going to go for this because this game I've actually been pl- uh, plugging away at it, trying to do a little bit here and there. For about two years now. I started back in July of 2016. It was a Games of Gold title at the time. And it's a tower defense game. I don't know if you guys actually played it. But I really enjoy tower defense games. Um, I've been wanting to complete this game for a long time. But there's been some problems problems with it. Mainly that there's one grindy achievement. And it's to get 100 gold medals. Problem with this is... The gold member getting all the gold medals has to be in one specific game type and on the same difficulty. If only there was, you know, some website that we all use freak on a daily basis that could have told me not to go get some medals on easy, medium, hard. I made that mistake. I just went with a hundred gold medals. I got up to 100 gold medals, then realized it's not popping, tried to figure it out, and realized what I did wrong. So I've played a lot of this game for nothing. So now I have to go back through and get a 
about another 50 gold medals in the game, which I'm honestly kind of done with this game, more or less just because of how much time I've put into it. You have two easy achievements and then the one you just mentioned, and that's it. You've put in 40 hours already. Yes. And unfortunately, I probably have another five to 10 hours in this stupid game. I will get there, but it this is kind of like the Sky Force for you, Koosh, where I sit down and it's like I have 20 minutes before bed or something. I Just one level, just get something done. This is almost like a daily to me where I just work on it here and there. I just want it done. But if you guys ha- do have this game, since it was Games of Gold, and you don't care about the completion, it's actually quite easy gamer score. Um, if you were to put in eight to 10 hours, you could get probably 800 gamer score ish. There's only a few skill based or grindy achievements, but yeah, if you like tower defense, good game, highly recommend it. I really enjoy the game. Hey, we should boost the multiplayer in that sometime. I'm down. Like you said, I need two more of the achievements. I'm good to go. But how about you, L? What game are you going to do? Well, I'm glad you asked. No, that's the bot. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) The bot has taken that. I wanted to say it. I have some lofty goals, and then there's an easy answer. The easy answer is a little ditty called Monkey Island 2, The Chuck's Revenge. Hmm. Which is a two to three hour completion. But for some reason, a lot of people on TA have not completed it. Yep. Only 6,800 people out of 22,000. There's one of those guide thingies that tells you exactly what to do. I'm in the middle of it. Unbelievable. Um, My turn, some people off that it's only 200 points, but that never bothered me. Gross. Of course, I'd love to do Guacamelee 2. And Overcooked 2. And this other game, Borderlands 2. So, lots of 2s I could do. Don't forget See, I was going to say Borderlands 2, but we know we're not going to complete that this year. Oh, I thought it said the decade. Well, decade's almost over. Shit. Um, all the 2K games, sure. And for Koosh, I will try to beat Disney Infinity 2.0 also, just for him. Well done. You know you only have to do one game with 2 in it. You well, can do more twos the better. Kenny talked for twenty minutes. I wanted to talk also. Okay, just making sure. All right. Well, how about you, Kush? What game are you gonna do? Uh, I'm thinking about uh, Titanfall Two. Nice. Um, yeah. There you go. Speaking of Titanfall from the Titanfall Boost, I believe we mentioned it earlier and multiple times, multiple occasions. This uh, this game, it's one thousand gamer score. It's seventeen thirty TA. There's no DLC. Um, out of 123,896 starts, there are only 7,092 completions. Um, this game has minimal multiplayer. Uh, you do have to do some multiplayer matches. I think you have to complete one. There's only like two or three, and they're very simple. Um, very simple. Yeah, it's, it's not difficult. Uh, the, the biggest challenge here is going to be um, the stacking difficulty levels. However... There is, um, if you check out TA, there is kind of a cheese method where you start a level out uh, on the hardest difficulty. You die, you do some sort of seance and start it as the lowest difficulty. And as long as you play through and don't get uh, killed, 
um, then it registers as the highest difficulty. Uh, but you can go check TA out. Uh, I may have missed a step or two. Um, there are collectibles as well, and that's not so bad. So there's a lot going on there. Maybe the hardest thing, and maybe the one thing that would turn you off from considering this to be your choice, uh, is that there are, I think, two time trials you have to do. Um, the first isn't so bad, but the second requires a, a nearly perfect run. And if you watch the video for it on TA, uh, it's really impressive. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I need to practice that uh, if this one's going to get done for me. I've got about 12 hours in the game already. I haven't touched it in, I don't know, nearly a year. Need to go back and it's just nice to get out of the backlog. Whoa. Yep. <clears throat> and it would also be nice uh, to support <laughs> Respawn, uh, the developer Respawn for doing Titanfall yes. to get more Titanfall content in the future. Uh, and also hopefully to help them uh, put out some really good Star Wars games. Uh, they've got that Star Wars game coming out this year. I really want, really want them to do well and do well with that license and also their Titanfall license. And, you know, so it's maybe not be for everybody, but if you've already started the game or you like the, the original Titanfall, you might want to think about it. Yeah, that's a good game. More Titanfall, the better. How about you, Rocker? Well, um, so there's a couple of choices I could go with. The easy solution is Walking Dead Season 2, um, Windows 10 stack, uh, or 360, whatever, you know, pick your stack. But You're uh, doing the Walking Dead for the last week's one. If that's for zombies. That's season Cheater. one, bruh. Season 2 has a 2 in it. But Titanfall 2 actually is on my... It's penciled in on my Excel spreadsheet for the deuce. And that is because I've already done every single achievement in the game except for the speed run that Kush mentioned and hard mode. So um, I would go for the the hard mode if I can get that speed run. It's just going to take some time. But when I was filling out this question and thinking... I just had an epiphany just mere hours ago. Your boy completed DLC included Guacamelee 2. So congratulations, my luchador friend. That's why you're pending. No DLC. Uh, Consider that deuce dropped. That's why you're recording wearing a mask. Now I get it. (laughs) My luchador. But make that sound more Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alan, you say it. Use what? your Russian accent. Um, to say what? Mexican? Luchador. 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 So yeah, Guacamelee 2 <laughs> is done. Might as well throw it on this category. Easy peasy. You would think this show is sponsored by Guacamelee. Well, gua- well, if you're familiar with our met with at least you know a couple of ours metroidvania mania challenge throughout the year to play as many metroidvanias as we can my plan included uh january being guacamelee month with the sequel coming out so i did run through guacamelee one and two during the month of january i have other months planned so there's a steam world dig month fyi nice yep can you dig it sucker that's a wrestling reference. If you say so. <laughs> it might be. Anyways, yes. Deuce has been dropped for me. So we've been talking a ton about you know the BCM and 
free most completion challenge but don't forget about all the other contests that we have going on we got the rtdl the gamer tag challenge if you need like we said before if you need any help with any of these come on to our discord our discord link is discord.io slash ah101 more than happy to help you out there got a hey, ton uh, of room cool yes Cal, weren't you working on the gamer tag challenge thingy Yes, I was. I, I still have, uh, I think, four games left to go. Um, Who is the name? It's a great question. Oh, I'm Kingsman. Going. I believe yeah. it was Kingsman. Yeah, I think it is two, Kingsman. 2625. Two, two, yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I have four uh, letters left to grab um, before the end of the month, and it's, it's totally doable. Um, it, it's fun to for me to, like not worry about the gamer tag or, or, you know, kind of start off worrying about the gamer tag and then completely forget about it until like the last three days. And then I just rush to, uh, <laughs> to slot in everything I've been working in over the month and then figure out what, what, um, what gaps I need to fill there. Uh, so that's always kind of a, a fun rush at the end of the month for me. That reminds me, there's actually a loophole in the gamer tag challenge this month. If you only get 99% this month, oh. it still counts. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> but continuing on, be sure to also follow the show on Mixer, which is mixer.com slash AH101. And also something new to be looking out for. The show is now on Spotify. We So typically, you know, we've been promoting it on Libsyn. We've been promoting it on iTunes. Well, we have one more place for your ear holes. We have it on Spotify, and hopefully, if all goes well, this will be the first show up on YouTube as well. So if it's a little bit easier for you guys to listen on those platforms, check them out there. And along with that, if there is another platform that you would like to have the show on, a podcasting platform that you prefer instead of one of these options, let us know. Reach out to us, Twitter, Discord, TA, whatever. And we'll try to get the show there. Whatever will make it easier. And we want it as many places as we can get it. And lastly, be sure to like and review the show. It really helps us out. But what helps us out the most is if you smash that subscribe button. Get all the shows and all the B-sides that we put out. Alright guys, talk to you next week. See you later. Class dismissed. Arriba! Five, four, three, two. A very sequential segment with Mage Shark, X the Hero, and El Royal MJ. Love that guy. Hey everybody and welcome to a very special edition of Very Sequential Segment that I'm going to call X's Very Sequential Quickie. And that is in no way a ripoff of any other segment on this podcast or any other whose title features the word quickie. So what makes this one special? Well, for the first time in VSS history, it's just going to be my voice that you hear. Things were all set for myself, Elroy, and M to be reunited, but we just couldn't work out the scheduling. Uh, I thought about having Jeffy on again, but he's sleeping off a bamboo coma, and I didn't want to wake him up from that. And so, X's very sequential quickie was born. Now, what's the topic, you might be wondering? Well, in honor of my series of snow days this week, I thought I'd offer up my top three games that feature snow and cold and wintry hell in some capacity or another. And as the name implies, it'll be quick. And since you guys know me, you probably know that I'm not just going to be talking about snowy games. 
So number three, Frozen Freefall Snowball Fight. What do we love more than snow days? Obviously it's free to play games. Why? Because they're free and totally not designed to rob the consumer with shady mechanics. What dev would even consider doing that? These games are clearly a result of the creators wanting to share their product with the world without the petty concerns of making profit. Who needs money anyway? <laughs> so what makes this game great? Well, it's got tons of our favorite things. Grindy achievements? Check. Local multiplayer only? Check. Expensive microtransactions? Check. Suspicious paywall? Check. Unnecessary and incredibly tedious title update achievements? Check. So, make snow joke about it. Frozen Freefall Snowball Fight is a love letter to fans of the Frozen franchise, and is certainly one worth spending your hard-earned money on. Do you want to build a snowman? Well, it's gonna cost you like 20 bucks. So, fork it over. Speaking of 20, that has the number two in it. Number two goes to Ski-Doo Snowmobile Challenge, everybody's favorite winter sport. What's that? You like skiing and snowboarding? That's lame. You know what's not lame? Straddling a 450-pound death machine and riding it over cliffs and doing backflips. That's a manly winter sport. Snowmobile stunt riders are basically the opposite of male ice skaters because male ice skaters get all the chicks and snowmobile stunt riders get all the sticks. Smacking across their faces and leaving scars. But they're manly scars because snowmobiling is a manly sport. For men! Manly men! And speaking of manly things, a snowmobile rider walked up to Big L and asked if he wanted to hear a joke. Big L said yes, so the snowmobile rider started up L's Honda Accord. I'll give that one a minute to settle in. Okay, so what makes this game so great? Well, it's got snow, and it can be completed in six to eight hours, and it has a 2.3 rating on TA, and it was made by the devs of the Unraveled games, so yeah. Clearly a very quality game, and not just something that you'd play for a quickish, easy-ish thousand gamer score, because who plays games just for points? I don't know anybody like that. What a waste of time that would be. And finally, number one. Couldn't, couldn't not say number one like that. So, number one. But first, another joke, brought to you by my favorite winter beverage, Hipster Ice. It was water before it got cool. So what do you call a snowman in the desert? An oasis. Okay, anyway, number one goes to Hungry Shark World, specifically its second level, which takes place in the Arctic. What makes this game so deserving of the crown for the first ever X's Very Sequential Quickie? Why are sharks so awesome? Well, sharks kick ass. If you were a shark, you'd need new shoes because yours would be worn out from kicking so much ass all the time! And yes, I understand it's difficult to picture sharks kicking ass since they don't have feet, but that's how good they are at doing what they do, just like elephants are really good at hiding in trees. That's why you've never actually seen one in a tree. Being a shark is as awesome as having sex with a snowmobile on Mount Everest! But you wouldn't actually need to do that because being a shark is as great as that would feel. Being a shark is like shaving your beard with a lawnmower! Huh? Why? Because it would be super efficient and leave a lot of blood, just like sharks do. Still not convinced? Being a shark is as awesome as riding a ferris wheel! Except this ferris wheel has a 100 foot circumference, rotates at 120 revolutions per minute, and the seats are covered in bear traps, mouse traps, and fire ants! And to get to your seat, you have to ride on an escalator while dodging 16 hungry panthers. Yeah, that's how awesome sharks are. And since this game is basically Shark Simulator and it has a level with snow, it's obviously the most badass game with snow ever made, which makes it a perfect fit to take the number one spot. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed X's very sequential quickie. Until next time. Hey. Oh. Oh, did I miss the recording? No. Well, 
Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Dun, dun. Jeffy's back, back, back. Get bamboo, boo, boo. Jeffy's back. Jeffy's back. Jeffy's back. Jeffy's back. Ah, I'm gonna go lower. Jeffy's back. Jeffy's back. Jeffy's back. Jeffy's back. Dun, dun, dun. Bam, boo, bam, boo, bam, boo. Dun, dun, dun. Bam, boo, bam, boo. I created a monster because nobody wants to see Elray no more. They want Jeffy. He's chopped liver. Well, if you want Jeffy, this is what I'll give you. A little bamboo mixed with some bamboo liquor. A fresh stock that you will chomp quicker than Miguel when he sits down for Thanksgiving dinner with his family when they're not cooperating because he bought them some Wawa and not turkey gravy. You waited a week, so stop complaining because I'm back. I brought bamboo and I'm contemplating. I know that you want a normal segment, but sometimes we change things and we have to make amendments. So the VSS won't let me see HOMP bamboo for another week. They'll try to imitate my flaws technique. But it feels so empty without me, so come on, X, bring me on back, cause I'm here ready to roll and ready to rock. My name is Jeffy, and this bamboo is pretty damn heavy. I just finished all my punchlines, hope you're ready. Now this looks like a podcast for me, so everybody just listen here, cause we need a little diversity, like a cuddly panda named Jeffy. I said this looks like a podcast for me, so everybody just listen please, cause we need a little diversity from a cuddly panda named Jeffy. Hey, that was a teaser from Lincoln Panda's new album, The Bamboo Show. Jeffy? Peace. Jeffy, what are you doing? Get off my laptop. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a review of The Missing, J.J. McField and the Island of Memories. I am Waka Pale. With me, I have Kronos. Hi, how's it going? The Missing, J.J. McField and the Island of Memories was released on the 11th of October 2018 for $30. It is a physics platformer with horror elements. The game was made by White Owls, the team created by Swery, a Buddhist priest and game designer who previously created D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die and Deadly Premonition. The Missing is really a solid game. If you liked any of Swery's earlier games, you'll be pleased to know that this is just as strange and uh, weird and wonderful but it plays better than any of his previous games on the Xbox. Now, the game is a very solid platformer um, with some twitchiness in the controls, but it, you know, Locke is spot on about this being better than his other works uh, because it actually does have substantially more gameplay. It is a game rather than just the story that is sweary-style story. And it is a very special story and one I believe I'll remember for a while. I think that if you're at all interested in this game, it's best to go in blind, not knowing much about it. We will be discussing spoilers, because the game is very short, it's around 5 hours long, if you play it without a guide. You can get everything done in uh, two playthroughs. It will require two playthroughs as well, so don't worry too much about uh, missing stuff on your first trip through, because you're going to have to go back for certain things anyway. And it's not going to usually take much extra time to collect the things that you did miss the first time around. TA has it listed as a 6-8 to eight hour completion. I think that's definitely too uh, slow. But the second playthrough is going to be shorter. And 5-6 to six hours for the first playthrough is fairly close. In my second playthrough, when I knew where everything was, it took me 3 hours to collect all the missing collectibles. So you can probably get through it in uh, 3 to 4 hours uh, if you have a guide and uh, then another two to three hours to pick up the missing collectibles. Uh, with that said, we are going to be discussing spoilers, because uh, this is really a short game. 
if you want to go check it out for yourself, you really should. The Missing is rated 18 plus in Europe, which is understandable, but a bit extreme, I think. Uh, it is ex- uh, understandable, and I don't think it's all that extreme, honestly. The content that is being discussed is mature content, not just the you know potential for violence or um, graphicness of it. But the story is a mature story, and it should be one that is approached, generally speaking, only by adults. The game opens with the text, This game was made with the belief that nobody is wrong for being what they are. Which is a lovely sentiment. And the following screen says, This game contains explicit content, including extreme violence, sexual topic, and depictions of suicide. And they're not lying, this stuff is intense and graphic. Uh, although not typically going to be um, gory because of how the game handles it, but the material, if this was being done in real life, would be extremely uh, upsetting. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see a live-action version of this. Well, or maybe I do. (laughs) I'm not sure now. The uh, visuals and audio are, I think, very well done for what they are. They do get a bit repetitive, And uh, especially some of the more violent animations repeat more often than I'd like. I'll also say that some of the audio repeats far more than I would like. I've really come to appreciate high-quality audio in video games, and the various grunts and moans uh, and shrieks of agony, from uh, mostly from JJ, but occasionally from some other characters... Uh, are also repeated so frequently that it becomes very distracting, at least for me. I wouldn't say distracting, but uh, I at least got annoyed by her various... uh, Why? And, you know, you can understand, you know, her her going through the experience, why she's saying why, but it it doesn't need... Repeating it does not provide any benefit to the the gamer. The game itself, it controls very well most of the time, but... uh, when JJ gets hurt, or if you are crawling, uh, the uh, animation really takes priority and doesn't really let you control your characters the way you would expect. And that can sometimes cause issues with a couple of the puzzles, where you have a very limited scope of range to be doing the thing, and you, uh, because the game mechanics require you to go through these animations, and you could find yourself falling off a ledge that you didn't want to fall off of. Usually this is not a problem if you really sit down and try to understand the game mechanics because they really work in the same way every time. If you set yourself on fire, you are going to fall down, you are going to get up, run for a a bit uncontrollably, fall over, and then when you get up again while still on fire, you can just keep going as normal. So this is starting to get into some of the gameplay mechanics, you know, setting yourself on fire uh, or otherwise injuring yourself intentionally is a major part of how you progress through these puzzles. Uh, So you see a puzzle and these actually became, especially at the beginning, difficult for me to get through because we're so ingrained in our video game habits to avoid taking damage that the concept of intentionally ramming ourselves into something that hurts our character so that we can progress was so alien that it took me a while to get used to. Yeah, for example, you need to get through a a fire. You run into the fire 
and then you really get messed up and then you just keep going through the fire. That's one of the puzzles and it's not really explained at all. It's just something you have to figure out for yourself. Yeah, the, we've talked about this uh, a little bit before, but we really should hit on it. There is essentially no tutorial in this game and this is problematic because this game could probably use five or six different tutorials for how various enemies work or how various mechanics work. You're just thrown into it and you get to experience it trial and error, which is on the one hand great, uh, but on the other hand it can lead to a situation where you do something that you think is going to be working and it leads to extremely unexpected results that are disheartening. And when you really mess up, uh, you can get set back quite far as the checkpointing is not very forgiving. The game itself is not difficult at all, and if you know what you're doing and the, the solutions to the puzzles, it is not a problem. But if you are just trying things out to see if uh, you're on your way to solving a puzzle and you accidentally die, you can get set back several minutes. Yeah, I'd say maybe easily as much as 10 minutes, depending on how much work you'd put into the game prior to that checkpoint hitting, uh, or after the checkpoint hitting more accurately. There are a couple of points where you have to do some fairly finicky platforming uh, and the controls become a little bit floaty, but it's not difficult. This, If people who are experienced with platforms are going to have no difficulty getting through even those difficult portions of this game with relative ease. And most of the game is actually very easy gameplay-wise. You just have to figure out the puzzles and there are a few action sequences that can pose a problem, but uh, really it's nothing that someone experienced with platformers wouldn't be able to pull off. Should we talk about the achievements for a few minutes? I think so. Uh, the list is actually fairly straightforward. Most of the achievements come from uh, just pr progressing through the game. Nine of the achievements are story-based. And the rest are for doing certain tasks that you probably will end up doing anyway. And the final set of achievements are collectible related. You have to do two playthroughs to be able to access all the collectibles. So the very first achievement that you'll get is actually for basically starting the game. As soon as you get through that uh, warning screen that Waka was talking about, you'll get to be in control of your character and immediately get your first achievement. So this is a very diveable game, uh, but it's all, that means it's not a game that you can try to experience first and see if it's something you like, uh, if you're concerned about that, if you're a completionist. You can also get your second achievement immediately after that if you just you know go the wrong direction, which is something that I've taken on doing in all my games. It's just an exploratory pattern. Like most platformers, you start on the right and you go to... Sorry, you start on the left and you go to the right. And if you go left instead, you get yourself your first, second achievement. So you can uh, dive this and get a fair amount of game restore very, very quickly. Uh, both from those two achievements, but also from the couple ones that come really just a few screens later. The game front loads a lot of achievements. And there is chapter select, so it's easy to go back and uh, do the various achievements that uh, requires certain actions. Speaking of the beginning of the game, uh, the missing opens with uh, JJ and her girlfriend? Her best friend. Her, her best friend. There's some uh, tension going on there at least. And uh, they leave for an island to go camping. JJ falls asleep and wakes up and Emily is missing. We have the title of our game. Uh, the rest of the game, you are going to be alone on the island for most of it. There's not a lot of interaction with other characters. 
the only character that you will be interacting with is uh, your old... It's not a teddy bear. What You interact with yourself. Yeah, you, you interact with yourself. But what's the... It's not a teddy bear. FK? Yeah, the plushie. Yeah, the plushie is something. It, various different things all rolled into one, because uh, through the story it's explained your uncle's or grandfather's dog chewed him up and he got put together as uh, a mishmash. He's a chimera. He's a plushy chimera. Yeah, it's a plushy. And you get uh, text messages from your plushy. You have no uh, reception on the island, but uh, your phone keeps getting uh, new messages from your plushy and from your friends and family as well. It keeps getting uh, old messages so you can see the relationship between uh, JJ and her friends. Those text messages are unfortunately tied to the collectibles. And I say unfortunately because uh, some of them uh, are really heavily tied into the story. And if you get too many of the collectibles, the ending will get spoiled for you. And so if you don't get any of them, you could be completely confused about the story as it's approaching its end. So you, you want to pick up the collectibles you can find, but as we said earlier, maybe not worry about going out for all of them, since you're going to have to go back anyway. There's really not much story going on in the actual game up until the final chapters. You just look for Emily throughout the island, and uh, the only hints of story you get are through the text messages. Yeah, these text messages tell the story, they expand your understanding of your characters, both your primary character, but also the characters that she's interacted with in the past. Overall, this game uh, really does take what you expect out of a game and spits it on its head. You're not trying to get through a puzzle level as quickly as you can or solve a puzzle in a straightforward way. You're solving puzzles with new and unique game mechanics where the usual impetus of the gamer to get through without taking any damage is turned on its head completely. The game itself turns you on your head repeatedly, especially with certain levels. And the story uh, takes a lot of twists and turns, um, which is to be expected from a sweary video game. This game is definitely very strange and has a lot of very strange elements, but the end result here is a very complete and coherent story, which I found to be a bit surprising because my previous experience with Swery was largely in D4, which was not complete. But it wasn't complete because it was not intended to be complete with one season. There was supposed to be further things. This one is completely standalone and complete. My prior experience with Swery made me believe that uh, there was going to be a lot of strange things that wouldn't be explained. Everything is explained in this game, whether you are satisfied with the explanation or not is another story, but uh, it really feels more coherent than I expected. It really subverts your expectations in uh, clever ways and uh, some ways that are not as clever. The puzzle design, for example, are not always very good and the weak tutorials are not helping you to understand them yeah the game is far from perfect it has a lot of little problems uh, but for a very quick experience um, people who enjoy strangeness or are interested in a offbeat game you can do a lot worse than the missing it's a very fun game it's uh, not hard in a lot of ways you can get through it pretty quickly and you'll have a pretty good time doing so i think it's certainly a unique game, and I've never played anything like it before. There are a few games that I won't mention that are similar to it gameplay-wise, but overall it's a really good game. The price tag is $30, which 
seems a bit steep, but I think it's worth it. I actually bought a copy for myself while reviewing this because I really like the game and I hope that uh, Sweary get to keep making games. Yeah, he uh, he as and his studio worked hard on this game and deserve to uh, continue to make it another excellent game sometime around the corner. But $30 does seem like a, a, a big ask for this when you look at the rest of the market where you can see other games priced at $30 and compare them. This one is shorter and less robust, even in mechani- mechanics, certainly in terms of graphics. I am going to have a hard time recommending it at 30 but on a sale, uh, definitely worth it. And even at $30, if you have the money to spend for it, it's a good game and you're going to have a good experience. And even at $30, I think you're going to find it's a fair price to pay for this game. Yeah, I think most would agree that $30 is fair when you see what kind of game it is. When you have gotten through it, you will probably feel a lot better about it than while you are playing it, as with most Swery games. Uh, this one is definitely his best playing game so far, but it has some issues. Uh, I would recommend buying this for $30, but uh, if it ever goes on sale, I'll really recommend that you pick this up. Thank you very much for joining me, Kronos. My pleasure. I'm always happy to come talk about strange games. I think this one fits really well into the Waka's Weird Wonders category, but also could be a fine choice for your quickie of the week. Uh, Not as much a quickie, but, uh, well, probably if you use a guide. Uh, I'd recommend playing this without a guide, but it's uh, certainly strange. Bye, everyone. See ya.